Can you still hear me? That's what I needed. Okay. And with that, let's get started. We're at the Brysa at the bottom of the page. Andav Samach Bezam and Bez. Tanya, we learned in a Brysa. Achirim Amrim. Others say, Hiktim Mulim La Arelim Kosher. Arelim Lemulim Apostle. It depends on the order. If you say people who have a bris milah before you mention the people who don't have the bris milah, meaning you having both of them in mind, but you said the people with the bris milah before you said the people without the bris milah, kasha, that's acceptable. Arelim lemulim. But if it's the other way around, you started first by saying you want this shechita to go for people who don't have the bris milah, and then you mention also the people do have the bris milah, puzzle, it's ineffective. So the Gemara doesn't understand. Mashna, what's the problem? Why is this any different? Mulim la relim, the kashi one is mulim. When the people of the bris milah are before the people who don't have the bris milah, it's kosher. Why? Tikula arla In order to be invalid, it has to be fully. Um, for only arelim, only people who don't have a brismila, and, and, and therefore it's okay because you don't have that. It's also mulim, arelim the mulim nami kula It's not only for arelim, so therefore it should not be problematic. Vileka. So, what is the explanation of the opinion of acherim? That's the Gemara's question. So, Lema, let us say, maybe we're offering a possibility, because Savri Acherim, the Acherim's opinion is, Eino Lishchita Ela Bisof. The slaughtering, the Shchita, is only at the very end of the Shchita. There's a discussion regarding Shchita. Um, is the Shchita a process? And it spans a, a period of time from the beginning of the cut all the way till you reach the end of the Tusimanim. That's all the time, it's a span, over a span of time that the Shrita is happening. And any thought within that time is going to be during the Shrita. Um, and if you say, on the other hand, that means Shrita is only at the very end. And it's going according to the opinion of Rava. So just to understand this, right, there's a very long Rashi on this, but basically we've had this discussion of Rava, um, the, this discussion earlier, that there's a dispute, a machlokis between Rav Meir and Rav Yossi. It might sound familiar. If a person makes a statement, Harezu Tmuras Ola Tmuras Shlamim, so according to a mayor, we, we, he holds tefos lashon rishon. The first thing you say is what sticks. The second thing you say uh, does not, you know, does, doesn't come out. It's like we ignore the second part of your statement. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, um, it's both because you're, you're taken, you're attached to both parts of your statement, the, the beginning and the second, the first part of your statement and the second part of your statement are all together. Now, over there in that Gemara, there was a question. And what if the person said explicitly, I want it to be half an Ola and half Shlomim. Okay, so he didn't. So, so the question is, would Rameer agree that you take take to account the second part of his statement or not? Meaning, is the purpose of the reasoning of Rameer that uh, the idea is, is that if a person is changing his mind, 
once you called it an Ola, it's too late to change your mind and it's a done deal. So the second line does, has no effect. Or is, um, and therefore, when you said, um, I want half, that's not, um, I'm not changing my mind, I'm having both things in mind. So therefore, it's, therefore it is effective on both things. Or is the other, the other way to look at Remeir is, that is that if you say half should be an Ola, the idea is, is that that Kedusha of Ola will automatically spread to the entire animal. And then, then there's no room for the sanctity of the Shlomim to take effect here. Abaye says that here Remeir would surely agree. And Rav says, no, he still argues. doesn't matter that you said half and half. You're still, he still says the first statement that you say takes effect fully. And the second part doesn't even take effect. That's what Rava said. So we're going off of that statement of Rava who says a dying himachlokes over there. Okay? And Rava said a question on Abaye over there and he said that somebody slaughters a korban to eat a kezayis outside its proper time and then also a kezayis outside its proper date. So Rabbi Yehuda argues on the Rabbanan and he says that Remeir says Tfos Lashem Rishon, and uh, therefore, if you have a Machshebes Man before the Machshebes Makom, it's still going to be pickle, and it doesn't. We don't say that the carbon is ruined by the second part of the statement because the second part of the statement almost doesn't take, because even over there we say Tfos Lashem Rishon, we just stick to the first words, and there, and that's the over that's the story over there. So, anyway, okay, so the point being is, is that um, if you say the person who holds Tfas Lashon is even Lechatzayin, so then the, even though there's many um, olives inside, um, inside a korban, an olive size, and still review the argues. What was Abayi's response? This is all part of the Rashi, but it's really necessary to just get the gist of what's going on over here. So Abayi's response is that um, you're saying, so there's only one moment and there's only time for one machshava. Um, I hold, so that's why it's, uh, you, there's room for two thoughts. Um, anyway, the bottom line is, it, what we see is that Rava holds and therefore there's really only a moment for a single thought, and that's the one that you said first, that's the single thought that kicks in at that moment. That's the idea. Okay. Hilkach, therefore, and now we're explaining, back in the Gemara, Hilkach, therefore, if you say Mila for the people who have a bris Mila, before you said the people have the, uh, uh, don't have the bris Mila, Mulin Chayli, the people of the bris Mila, you had in mind, and they're in on this carbon. It doesn't really take to even the people who um, who have the uh, who don't have the bris mila. However, if it's the other way around, the people who don't have the bris mila will be in there, and not the people with the bris mila. So basically, I'm not getting both groups in. I'm only getting the bad group in. Because it's all happening in the first moment, in that one moment. That is what we are suggesting, perhaps, is the explanation in Acherim, why the order makes a difference. 
Amar Rabba, so now Rabba says that's not true. Lo, not the case. Le olam kasavri achirim, really achirim hold. Yeshna l'shchita mitchul v'atzop. That shchita is a process. It starts from the beginning, continues on to the end. V'achem ha'eskinah, what's going on over here is kigon shenigmar belibo litarvayhu. You had in mind, in your heart, for both the people who have a brismila and people who don't have a brismila. Bein l'mulim, bein l'arelim. And you spoke out the people who don't have a bismillah. And you didn't get out the word that it, I also mean. You didn't speak out your mind that it's also for the people who have the bismillah. The shchita was already finished and the only word you got out was arelim. And that's what's going on and that's the reason why Acherim have a problem here. Of Apligi, Tiramayer, who we're assuming is the Acherim, Savar, Lob Inim Pivlivo Shabim. You don't need that your mouth and your heart are as one. Rather, we look at it that, look, whatever you said, that's what you're taken to task for. That's what it is. And the bottom line is the only word that came out was Arelim. End of story. So that's it. It's over. The rabbis hold, Be Inim Pivlivo Shabim. No, you need both. And, uh, so the Gemara is saying that's what we're that's what Rabbah is offering as an explanation of Akhirim. That's the story. Ariella left already. Moshe. Okay, sorry. Uh, the Gemara is asking now. Since when does Rameir say that we can? Take you to, ta- to take your words that you say, even though that's not what you meant to say, and that's and you're locked into that. That's not true. For a minute, we have a contradiction. What's the contradiction? Somebody meant to say truma. And the word that came out was meiser. Meiser. He said meiser. truma. He meant to say meiser, but it came out the word truma. Oh, He said, "I am never going to step foot in this house." The Amr and he pointed to the wrong house. Sheni won't ever benefit from this man. The Amr and he pointed, he said the wrong person. Lo Amar Klom, it's nothing. Achu You're not taken, you're not attached to what you say unless that is what you meant to say. That's the that's what we see, and that's a Stam Mishnah. That's Rameir. Stam Mishnah is Rameir, and therefore. You cannot say that what's going on over here is that he meant to say both Arelim and Mulin. But the word Mulin didn't come out till after everything was over. If that was the case, you're not going to be taken to task for dubbing, having just said Arelim because you didn't mean to be just Arelim. So, uh, that, that's not a good answer. Elam Rabbi, so therefore the answer we're saying is Abai's answer. Reisha Amar Simin Rishon the Mulin, Vesimin Sheni Afla the case of Mulin and Arelim is that I want, he said explicitly, I want the first simon to be for strictly the people who have their bris milah. As we know, when you're shechting, there's two uh, parts of the shechita. There's the esophagus that needs to be cut and the trachea that needs to be cut. So when cutting the first one, he, he had in mind strictly for the people with the bris milah. In the second one, he said, and not only them, even the ones... Who, have, who don't have a bismillah, even an RL also would be included 
in the second semen. Obviously, you need both simanim to be cut, but it's half. In half, you had just the mulin in mind, and the second half, you had both people with mila and also people without a bris mila. Okay, to be simen sheni nami. Even in the simen sheni, psichi be mulin. The mul, the people with the bris mila are included in it. That's why. It's hundred percent kosher. That's what our mission says, and that's the story. Seifa, the case of the, or that's the first case. Mulim la hiktim, mulim la relim. What if it's hiktim la relim la mulim? It means like this. Seifa damar simen rishon la relim. The first simen is just for the relim. Simen sheni la mulim is for the people with the bris mila. The besimen rishon halop sichi be mulim. The first simen does not have any people with the bris mila included in that cut. Rameyer letamei, and this is Rameyer's own shita. The Amar mifaglin bechati matter. You don't need to do the entire shita with a machshava pigol, which will ruin the korban. But rather, even on half the matir, as we know, there's two parts that have to be cut for the shita, the the two simanim, the two signs, and basically, um, you, even though you only had a mind in half, it's called a pigol. And therefore, if you just in half, which is the simon rishon, the first simon, you had in mind just for arelim, that also ruins the korban, because that part was only for the arelim. For Abana the Tamayo, and there are Abana who argues, who are Mishnah, they hold no. The Amar, they say, there's no such thing as pigle and half a matir, and that's the story with that. Okay. New Mishnah. Hashochet is a Pesach al chametz. So the pasuk says, "Lo sishchat al chametz dam zivchi." You're not allowed to slaughter while owning chametz. It's a simple read, or on top of chametz, the my korban. Okay, so if you do so over below, I say you transgressed a negative prohibition. Rabbi Yudomer af It's not specifically to the korban Pesach. But this will apply even to the Tamid Shalbein or Bayim on Erev Pesach. Also, if you have your if you have chametz while slaughtering that korban, you're going to be over transgressing that negative prohibition. Rabbi Shimon Omer HaPesach Barbas or Shimon says the korban Pesach on the fourteenth lishmo that you had in mind for Pesach chayiv you'll be chayiv shelo lishmo. But if you had in mind when bringing the korban Pesach that I'm bringing it as a shlamim. Which of course would mean that carbon is pasul, potter. I'm potter if I own chametz. Why? Because um, uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon's shita is that shchita uh, she'ena ruuya, an unfit shchita. Like here, it would be unfit, and the carbon's invalid because you had a mind for not a pesach. You had a mind for a shlamim. So therefore, it's potter. You'll be. You're not, you didn't do the, the, oh, you weren't over shochet lo sishchat because you didn't shecht it. It's an invalid shrita. Visharkal is vachim. What about any other korban on Erev Pesach? Bein lishman, bein shalol lishman. Doesn't matter. Even if you did it for the right reasons and the wrong reasons, irrelevant. Potter, you still potter. Because uh, we'll see, but Rabbi Shimon holds that on Erev Pesach, the only iser is for carbon Pesach. It doesn't apply to other carbonos. Ubi moed, but if it's chalam moed, lishmo pater, shalol lishmo chayiv. Then only when it's lishmo will you be pater. If it's shalol lishmo, you'll be chayiv. Because, um, 
if you bring your carbon Pesach Lishmo on Cholamoid, that's an invalid carbon. So, you, of course, you're potter because you didn't do a good Shrita. And uh, if it's Shalolishmo, then it's, if you bring a carbon Pesach on Cholamoid, uh, Shalolishmo, then it's a kosher carbon. Uh, well, and if you have Chametz at the time, you'll be Chayev for Shechting a valid carbon on Cholamoid uh, Pesach, and you own Chametz. What about any other carbon that's brought on Cholamoy? Bein Lishman, Bein Shalolishman. Doesn't matter whether it's Lishma or Shalolishma. Chayv will be Chayv. Because basically every other carbon besides for Pesach is valid even if it's Shalolishma. It doesn't pass, it doesn't ruin the carbon. Chutz Menachatas, except for the carbon Chatas, um, because Sheshachto Shalolishma. When you Shechto Kamachatas, Shalolishma, there's a special Pasuk by Chatas that becomes invalid. And that's the story with that. And that's the Mishnah. Brings us to the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, Le'olam enochayev achiehea chametz l'shochet o l'zorik. You're only going to be chayev until only when there's chametz for the shochet, the one who shechts, o l'zorik, or the one who does the zrika. Meaning, who is chayev for owning chametz? Either the one who slaughters the animal and he, owns, and he has chametz, or you are the one who applied the blood on the altar and you have chametz. Those two. Or it's not the one who's performing the activity, but it's the one who owns, who, whose carbon it is, anybody from the group. That's another thing. The ad shehei imo bazara. And the other condition, according to Rav Shimon Lakish, is, is that the chametz must be with him in the courtyard. If the chametz is at a, in his house, in a, in, a, in a pantry, that doesn't cut it. That's not, that's not, that's not, oh, you're not going to be over this, this lav. That's Shitas Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Afal pisha inimo bazara. You're chayev, even if it's not with you, even if it's all the way in your house, in the courtyard, you'll be chayev. So the Gemara wants to know, Okay, we got a dispute here between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. What's the dispute dependent on? Maybe you'll say, you know what they're arguing in? What is the meaning of the word al? What does it mean on? It doesn't mean on, on. It doesn't mean that it has to be, you know, underneath your carbon. But rather, it means next to. Okay. The Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Savar al b'samach means next to it, in the vicinity. Rabbi Yochanan Savar lo bina al b'samach. Al doesn't necessarily mean b'samach. It means where you have it. So the Gemara says that can't be what they're arguing in because we've seen this argument earlier in another dispute, and there's no reason for them to argue in the same dispute in two cases. Why would that be? But if leguba we find this argument already. Titanan, because the Mishnah says, Hashochei toda lifnim velachma chutz lechoma, lo kadosh alechem. The Mishnah says, if somebody slaughters the korban toda in a right place where you're supposed to slaughter it, velachma chutz lechoma, and it's the loaves of bread that the korban toda is attached to is outside the walls, lo kadosh alechem, the bread doesn't become sanctified. It's not here to become sanctified. It doesn't, like, because upon the slaughter, 
of the Thanksgiving offering, that's when the breads that are attached to it become sanctified. But the bread's not here to become sanctified. So the question is, it says outside the wall. Well, which wall are you talking about? My chutz What wall are we referring to? Rabbi Yochanan, Amar chutz is based Baki. It means outside the wall of Yerushalayim. Meaning it has the, the bread, these loaves, must be within the area where it needs to be eaten. Okay? But it does not need to be in the vicinity of the korban. Of course it will be sanctified. So you see that Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is you don't need Al to be next to it. If it's outside the walls of the Azara, the loaves of bread, it's zero. Alma being an Abbasama, because he says that the word Al means next to. So we've had this argument before. It's like we say, deja vu all over again. No reason to repeat. Ella, so the Gemara says, rather, Basra Safik, they're arguing in Asra Safik. Well, guess what? The argument of Azra Safik has also been there, done that, because we also seen this before. And it's an argument between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. There's a, a case, here's the discussion, uh, the uh, discussion of Amoraim. Shavua she'ochel kikor zu hayom. A person swears, I will eat this loaf of bread today. Ve'avar hayom, and the day passed, and he did not eat the bread. Rabbi Yochanan ve'rishim ben Lakish da'amitavai. Both Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish agree, ain't no loki, you don't get lashes. The question, why, is the difference between them. Rabbi Yochanan why, mishim David le'lav, she'im bo'maisa. The reason why is because it's a love that that it's a negative uh, transgression without an action. You can't be chayev um, lashes without an active transgression. Over here, it's a passive transgression. He did not eat. There's no activity there to not eat. Any negative transgression without action, there is no lashes. Avalasra Safik. But a warning of doubt, Shmasra, that doesn't bother me, the fact then when you do the warning, oh, you know, if you don't eat it, then you will get the lashes. Well, I don't know if you're going to eat it or not. It's an unknown. It's Asra Suffolk. So that doesn't bother Rev Yochanan. That's a fine warning. He says, why don't you get lashes? Because it's a doubtful warning. And a doubtful warning is not a good Asra. But the fact that it's a non-action transgression, meaning it's a passive transgression, that does not stop you from getting lashes. You can still get lashes, even though you are not actively transgressing with an action. Now, what, how would that apply to our discussion? Basically, Rich Lakish says, if the bread's not here, and I'm warning you, Oh, if you have bread, then it's not good. Where's the, well, what do you mean? I don't know that you have bread, so it's not a real warning. As as unless it's here, then I know you have the bread, and that's a different story. Then it's Hasra's Vadai. As opposed to Rabbi Yochanan, who says um, there's no problem, for no reason for the bread having to be here, because Hasra's Suffolk is still a good Hasra. And that's where perhaps what the dispute is. So anyway, the bottom line is, again, even that wouldn't make sense, because we've had that discussion before. So they wouldn't have to argue again, again to just repeat the argument in a different case. So Amri, I'll tell you, they're arguing 
that whether al means next to or not. <clears throat> so why do they have to argue about that twice? B'tzricha, we need them to argue about it twice because I wouldn't know one from the other. If you would see the machlokas as regards to chametz, there's a reason to think only in the case of chametz does Rabbi Yochanan say over there to that when it says al chametz, it can't mean that it has to be next to. Why? Because having chametz is aser. And it doesn't matter where it is that you still have the Iser. Right? I am chayev for the chametz that I have, whether it's in my pocket or it's in my pantry. I have chametz, there's the Iser. So it's irrelevant, it doesn't make sense that Al, in that context, should need to be next to. Why? But as far as the carbon toda sanctifying the bread to become sanctified, I might think that it, it doesn't have the effect unless it's in the azara, in the courtyard where it needs to be, where the carbons are. Maybe over there I would translate the word al to mean next to. If it's in the azara, Kaddish makes sense, it can become Kodesh. Why would I think that? It's just like the vessels of the temple. The vessels of the temple, um, if, the, if they're in the, the Azara and you put the food in, it becomes sanctified. If it's outside the Azara with food, I don't, they won't be able to sanctify it because the, the sanctity happens in the Azara. So it makes sense there that Al should be Bissamach. So I have to say that case. Now, and if we would only talk about the Mekadosh Lechem case, the carbon Toda, I would have thought, maybe that's the only time Rishim Malakish says that it better be next to it. It only can be sanctified in the Azara, not anywhere else. But maybe Rabbi Rishlakish himself would agree to Rabbi Yochanan, Modulilah Rabbi Yochanan, would agree to Rabbi Yochanan, to Lobi'in and Abba Samach, there it doesn't need to be next to. The Isuru, after all, it's, uh, the Isur is the cham, uh, having cham, owning the Chametz. It's irrelevant where it is. Wherever it is, it is. So that's why we need to see their argument in both cases. It's not a simple repetition of the argument that we've seen before, because I could never have known just because he, they argue there that they would necessarily argue over here. And that's the story. That brings us to a new question. Rav Oshia, Rav Ami. Rav Oshia asks Rav Ami a question. What if the Shochet does not have any Chametz? And, but there's somebody in the group that does have Chametz. Ma'u, what's Allah? So he said, does it say, you shall not slaughter on your chametz? It doesn't say the word, your chametz. It says, Lo sishchat al chametz, dam zivchi. Lo sishchat al chametz, ksiv. Chametz means, even if it's not yours, so if it's somebody in the group, yes, there is, that person will, there's a transgression. So he said back, What do you mean, lo sishchat al chametz? Maybe it's anybody's chametz. 
So if there's one Jew in, uh, in Hawaii who has chametz in his pantry, that ruins any, everybody's and anybody's carbon because he was shechting on chametz in somewhere in the world. So so he said, how do you know not? That's the question. Where do you, who's, how do you know who's included and who's not included? So it says, Lo Sishchat, Right after that, it says, You're not allowed to leave over. Now, who has the Isra of those who will have the Isra to not leave over? Which means anybody in the group. Because anybody in the group, they're part of the group. They have the meat that they need to eat. If they leave it over, they'll be transgressing. So they, they who have the Isser of Lina, of leaving it overnight, will also have the Isser of owning Chametz during Shechita. So that's anybody in the Chaburah, basically. So Amrapapas, or Papa says, if that's the case, then it comes out a very interesting idea. Hilkach, therefore, Kohen hamaktir esachelev. The Kohen who takes the fat of the carbon Pesach, because as we know, we do remove the fat of the carbon Pesach and burn it on the altar. So he took the fat of the carbon Pesach, over belotase, and he has chametz, he transgresses a negative transgression. Why? Why? Because who's included, we said, anybody who has the Isra of Lina. Well, guess what? Hol v'yeshno b'chlal halonus imurim, if you leave the fat overnight, that's Israelina. You're not allowed to do that. You have to burn it. So, since you have the Israel, so therefore, you by definition have the Isra of, 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 of the chametz. And if you have chametz while burning the fats, you transgressed. Interesting. And not only that, we have a brisa that supports our papa. Hashochet is a Pesach al hachametz. Somebody who slaughters Pesach while owning chametz over belosa say he's transgressing the negative transgression. Emosai, when is that true? Bisman shehul the the chametz belongs to the slaughterer. Ay lezorek or the one who sprinkles the blood on the altar. or anybody in the group, okay, of that carbon Pesach. If there's somebody somewhere in the ends of earth that has chametz, that's not my problem. The makdir too, chayiv will be chayiv. So here we go. The makdir also is chayiv for this iser if he has chametz. If you do the malik on the bird, on the 14th, and over below Klum, that does not give you that transgression. That's not the problem, even if you have chametz. It's its own problem for having chametz at that time. But the Isser of Losishkar al Chametz Dam Zivchi doesn't go on the Malika on the 14th. Okay? Problem is, and this is, okay, so that's really the proof just from the Makdir. But once we mention this Brisa, there's a contradictory brisa, and that's what we'll end off with, and we'll get to the answers tomorrow, God willing. Verminu, here's the question. 
Hashochid is a Pesach al Chomet, somebody who slaughters a Pesach on Chomet, over below Sasei, you transgressed. Rebuild Omer Afatamid, not only the Karben Pesach, even a Karben Tamid, the Tamid shall bain our Bayim, you have Chomets when slaughtering that, you're Chayv. You're over this negative transgression. Amru lo, lo Amru Allah They told him, no, it's only on the Pesach. Emasai, when is that true? Bizman Shochet, who is transgressing the Shochet, he has, has Chomets. Or the Zorek has chametz, or le'achad b'nei chabura, or somebody in the group. Ha'yel le'achad b'sofa olam. If there's somebody in the ends of the earth, ain't zakaklo. It's not his problem, because we don't worry about it. Ve'achad ashochet ve'achad zorek ve'achad molek ve'achad mazechayev. If you're the shochet zorek molek mazeh, you're going to be chayev for this iser. Okay. Notice we said malika here. Okay. That's one of the questions. You did commits on the on the mincha offering, that's nothing. You burned the the fats, you don't get the losase either. Now this contradicts what we just said. Kasha Malika Malika. We contradicted ourselves when it comes to Malika. Kasha Akdara Akdara, and we also contradicted ourselves when it comes to Akdara. Because before we said, yes, you're chayv on the mak- as a maktir, and here we're saying no, and that's what we're going to discuss tomorrow, and we'll start from there tomorrow, from Lula Tamech, and a wonderful Shavuot Tov to all of you, and a pleasure learning with everyone.